Hi, and welcome to Above the Clouds, the podcast that believes in the saying, one ounce of action is more valuable than 10 tons of theory. Here we discuss ideas and strategies which have been proven to elevate the heart and minds of the ones courageous enough to implement these strategies and take a step in a whole new direction. You are now listening to Cole Lewis and I'm inviting you to fly with us in a whole new direction so we can arrive at a whole new destination. Get ready because we are going above the clouds. Cool. So today we are having personal responsibility coach, radio host and founder of I Am Sound Academy and radio host of the Being Human YouTube channel and the Wonder of Life podcast and Being Human podcast. Nat Rich. Hello. That was quite an introduction, wasn't it? Yeah, we do try. (laughs) We do try. We do try. Oh, it's brilliant to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thank you you for having me. All right. So honestly speaking, I don't want to beat around the bush and Mm -hmm. I don't think... uh, you would appreciate that either. So uh, let's get straight into it. And one thing I would like to actually kick this off with is something that I read from uh, Yuval Noah in a book called Sapiens. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you're going to connect the dots right away, but it's going to lead me into my uh, first topic of discussion I would like to discuss with you. Go for it. Take me on a journey. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. All right, here we go. Cool. Over the years, people have woven an incredibly complex network of stories. Within this network, fictions such as Peugeot not only exist, but also accumulate immense power. The kinds of things that people create through this network of stories are known in academic circles as fictions, social constructs, or imagined realities. An imagined reality is not a lie. I lie when I say that there is a lion near the river when I know perfectly well that there is no lion there. There is nothing special about lies. Green monkeys and chimpanzees can lie. A green monkey, for example, has been observed calling, careful, a lion, when there was no lion around. This alarm conveniently frightened away a fellow monkey who had just found a banana leaving the liar all alone to steal the prize for itself unlike lying an imagined reality is something that everyone believes in and as long as the communal belief persists the imagined reality exerts force Mm -hmm. in the world oh powerful and well read Uh, oh thank you very much (laughs) (laughs) My teacher wouldn't agree, but uh, yeah. (laughs) Brilliant. So I wanted to get into this straight off the bat. And I read that because when looking into some of the things you've spoken about, Mm -hmm. something I've often come across is this journey starting with the quitting of addictions. Yes. Now, could you please elaborate on how that first initiated yeah like what what kind of caused the spark and what Mm -hmm. was the need for you to even do that yeah I will um so I was living in an imagined reality 
that everything was great and it wasn't mm-hmm. basically it was living in bullshit but um, I hope you don't mind as me swearing because occasionally as you I do d- no, yeah, there not you go. at all not at all um, <laughs> I just have to pre-warn people for that one sorry um, so my first realised addiction was drugs um, okay. and uh, predominantly ketamine um, MDMA mm-hmm. ecstasy yeah. and um yeah, I it wasn't something that I thought, oh my god, I just I just need to give up. This is getting too much for me now. What actually yeah. happened was I took acid for the first time okay. and I sat in front of they say you should never sit in front of a mirror on acid. I, however, had a great time. Yeah. I <laughs> um I was sat in front of a mirror totally naked on acid, uh yeah. just completely blissed out, having a whale of a time. And what I believed to be now believed to be is my higher self popped out of a mirror and mm. said, you are never going to get higher than this. You can stop taking drugs now. You're done. Wow. And I was just like, uh, is this real? You know, like, I was uh, like, course, I'm definitely yeah. naked. I'm definitely <laughs> acid. I wasn't uh, like, uh, it's good advice, but like, yeah. you know, it's, it's a good kind of thing. But I didn't yeah, know yeah. what that was. And yeah. after I'd come down from acid the night before and I was just like, what do I make of that? But I never needed another drug again. I never wanted another drug after that. I never I never had the, the temptation after that. But what it left me with was a large amount of social anxiety because usually when I'd go and take drugs, I, you know, I'd talk to any, I'd talk to anyone anyway now. But yeah. back then, it was much easier to talk to people when you've had a pill. Of course, <laughs> Every, of course. Everyone's of course. your best mate. I, absolutely. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I went and yeah. did this entire um, kind of new path of drinking way more. So when you stop taking drugs, the need for alcohol comes up absolutely. quite a lot. Absolutely. So you swap yeah, one yeah. for the other. Yeah, yeah. So my, say, yeah. you know, Although my real understanding was, you know, drugs, there was too many of them, too much of it going on in my life and it was exhausting my body. The The real addiction didn't really hit until I realized I was hooked on alcohol um, and that didn't happen for another year or so because obviously I was drinking more and f- a few realizations came to me um, again. I thought maybe I'm drinking too much. Am I not? Everyone drinks now. That's just mm, normal. You know, this exactly. was years ago. So nobody yeah. was doing the whole sober thing that I that yeah. I now know about. Um, but I was doing it on my own. And it, in the very beginning, I, I thought to myself, I, I remember having a drink of wine with a friend um, when I was in a bar in, in uh, McQueen's in Shoreditch. And okay. I used to work okay. there as well. So just having an afternoon drink with him. And then uh, one glass of wine, I go home that night to my friend's house and she said, oh, how did you get home? Taxi, you know, I was living in Camden at the time with her, a taxi or bus or, or a tube. And I'm like, yeah. I, I don't know. And she's like, what? And I, I couldn't remember, but, but I wasn't wasted. I just couldn't yeah. remember that answer. And I thought, oh, that's a bit weird. And then a friend of mine from, um, from who I used to hang around with also lived not far from there, but she was actually in Australia at the time. She rang me the following day and said, hey, I've just had a, a clairvoyant, like a tarot reading from someone in Australia. And she just mentioned you, if you got a few minutes to talk. And I'm just like, okay. yeah. So she said, um, I've got a tall blonde friend who's got a tattoo around her wrist, which I'm showing you my tattoo now. Yeah. She's got yeah. a tattoo around her wrist and she works in a bar. And she said, if she doesn't stop drinking, she's going to get sexually abused. She's going to get raped. Oh. Um, and I was just like, what? So from one side of the planet, I'm getting this random stranger telling wow. my friend that I need to stop and I need to stop drinking. But the night before, I'd completely blanked out and didn't really know what had gone on. So the two combined, Ooh. it was like God was like, you need to stop now. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Absolutely. So it, d- it wasn't easy, but that was my reason for to yes. why. 
Yeah. But I, you know, behind all the alcohol and the drugs and everything else that we block in the way are all the emotions that we haven't yet felt. Mm-hmm. And all of that started coming up. And that was tough because that was everything I, you know, I thought was swept under the carpet. Of this course, carpet just course. like <laughs> disappeared. Yeah. And I'm now yeah. looking at all my own bullshit, all the lies, all the, you know, the deceit, all of the vulnerabilities, all of the anger, all of the pain, all of the sorrow that, yeah. you know, when you have a drink and you think it's fine. Yes. It's not fine. Fine actually means that you're fucking incapable of normal emotions. Jeez. So uh, it stands okay. for that. So uh, <laughs> I was definitely not fine. I was yeah. incapable of normal emotions. And uh, and they were all coming up. And I'd never been taught how to handle them. So it was hell on earth. And I actually ended up having a breakdown. Oh, wow. Wow. Oof. That's the story. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's and that's just the beginning, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow, that's a lot. So I'm just getting my head around that. Okay, ah, uh, so it went from one addiction to another. Mm-hmm. Um, needless to say, is it fair to say that just like whatever narrative we want to attach to fear mm-hmm. or anger, ultimately it's still the same fear or still same anger. Um, would it be fair to say that the um, that compulsive nature would have been, if it wasn't alcohol, it would, you would have found another way to kind of attach yourself to something to avoid exactly. the, that yeah. pain, that inner pain. Exactly. And I, and I did. I, um, I <laughs> ironically enough, I ended up going from drug, no drugs to no alcohol to being like, oh, well, usually I'd cover my own emotions up with dating someone or with sleeping with mm. someone or whatever it was. So yeah. I realized that a lot of the people that I was having sex with or that I was connected to, um, they weren't really the people that I would have liked to have chosen, shall we say? Mm. Yep. And yep. Uh, you, you choose unwisely <laughs> when you're That's wasted. So <laughs> not, that not that they were all yeah. wrong, but you know, and you're like, hmm. If yeah, I was sober, would I want yeah, that to be yeah, that yeah. person? Judgment of characters. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. my decisions on who I was sharing a bed with weren't great. So I wanted to clear that up also. So mm-hmm. I realized that I had an addiction to attention and drama um, in my life. Mm-hmm. So without knowing, without when I move the drugs and the alcohol, you really see that you're addicted to attention and drama. And that's because you have a lack of love in your life. Yes. And then, that, you know, I got addicted to Pornhub because I wasn't going out dating anyone. And then I was like, mm-hmm. that's not good either. And I went through this <laughs> spiral of like wow. releasing and understanding the layers to addiction and where, yeah. you know, it could be sweets. It could be YouTube was my last addiction. Um, you know, just avoiding yourself, watching things online. Mm-hmm. I also at one point realized how I used mu- music. Um, so if I wasn't feeling great, I'd put on music to make myself feel better, which nobody ever told you was wrong. And it's not yeah. wrong because it can make you feel great, but it can also help you avoid the feelings that you really do need to feel in the silence. Mm, So for me, there's so many layers to addiction. And I also believe that, you know, not to go too far out there, but I do believe in, you know, spirits as well. And I believe that some of those spirits also have their own addictions. When You know, when you die, I don't think your addictions stop. I think they pass on with you. And they can also be attached to you um so if there are any spirits or anything hanging around you um because they call it spirits when they talk about alcohol they're like you know spirits yeah, for a drink yeah, yeah, that's true. it's it's the ancient belief is that you know you when you drink you your soul leaves your body and it gets mm-hmm. taken over by the spirits and that's why yes. they say you know what's your poison mm. you know it's it's something that comes in and takes over your your experience at that time 
and so. has its wicked way with you. And um, and that for me, you know, uh, that really does feel true. It rings true for me very much. It might sound a bit ghosty to some people, but I've had other experiences that would lead me to believe that that is true. Yes. And, you know, those spirits also have addictions. So some of those addictions aren't even just yours. Sometimes mm. you might be like, you know, onto your last cigarette and you're thinking, oh, you know, if I could just stop this last one, but maybe that addiction isn't yours. Maybe that's something else playing with you that you also need to be aware of and then you can take more control. Wow. Wow. That almost sounds like um, kind of like an empath. When yes. you, I guess when you walk into a room and then you're so familiar with your own energy, yeah. you could recognise when you're actually taking on someone else's exactly. um, type thing. Yeah, they I don't have to be p spirits that have passed. They could just be general people that you hang around with that can create a habit with you and you can have that comfort zone habit and you know you get into things that you wouldn't usually do unless you're mm. around that person it's you know a habit forming addiction as well yeah that's true wow that's deep that is deep it's funny you even say that actually about um what the uh, i guess our ancestors believed in as well because in the same book sapiens there there's a chapter talking about um sex and promiscuity and you know whether we should be you know i guess tied to one person mm -hmm. and so on and so forth and it's just saying that the whole idea that um polygamy mm -hmm. how it's seen now they're saying in ancient tribes a woman wouldn't necessarily just stay with one man and the men that would i say men that would father a baby because they would all consider themselves to be a father the to father that child mother, yeah. yeah if they slept with that woman um, before she gave birth and yeah. they would all kind of contribute to raising that child and the woman and and the people but also believe that even if she's already conceived from a particular person that any other person that she sleeps with during that period will also receive the characteristics mm -hmm. of, of of that man's type thing so she might sleep with like the warrior so that her child has strength you yes. know and, and then she will she will want to sleep with i don't know the storyteller you know so he has that int intellectual capability type thing you know and i think in south sudan can't remember the name of the tribe but they still practice it now right you know um mm -hmm. obviously they haven't been um fully uh shall i say uh injected with the social constructs of the rest of the world yet but you uh, said it well <laughs> <laughs> you said it well that's a good way of looking at it yeah uh, so yeah that's 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 a bit crazy and curious so obviously not just from i'm sure you're definitely a well-read well person but a lot of this knowledge you have is clearly experiential knowledge yes. so i was curious I, I heard in an interview you had that you was very should i say one of the people in your top top list of mm -hmm. wanting to speak to was russell brand yes who also talks a lot about <laughs> <laughs> addictions um and obviously is one of the few that have kind of made it out on the other side or you know he's still in i guess recovery mode which probably mm. most of us always are we're always on that journey but he's definitely probably come out the better end than most people than 80 percent of people that go into rehab um so what was it about him that kind of encouraged you to want to speak to him and communicate do with you him? know i feel like he's a really interesting character he's definitely lived um yes, he's highly oh yeah. intellectual 
Mm-hmm. And he's quite funny as well. Yeah, and I don't yeah, think he means yeah. any harm. I think we've all been caught up with our egos at some point. If you'd have met me back in, in my uh, professional raving days, you'd have also <laughs> thought, you know, what the hell? <laughs> we've all we've all been there and done things that we're not extremely proud of, but are, ne- yeah. are necessary for our growth. Absolutely. And um, there's something that I learned in my own journey is the more understanding you become and the more relaxed you become and the more aware you become of your own path and your journey and you're really truly doing the work you slow down and when you slow down there's less of a need to talk Mm. there's less of a need even though I love talking it's my you know it's my day job it's you know I talk what I what I do say now has weight to it I'm not just rattling on and gossiping like I used to which I was very good at by the way I knew everything (laughs) about everyone but (laughs) it was useless (laughs) it was a pointless you know mine of information and it didn't really get me anywhere and I do know that when I talk to people, you might be feeling it now, I don't know, but a lot of people say to me that they have this feeling where they feel like they need to slow down and they talk to me and they're very calm and Absolutely. it's a really Absolutely. deep conversation. And I would love to be able to use that energy that I have and that ability to slow people down and to be able to use it with Russell Brand because he's he speaks so clearly and so yeah. well but so fast yeah. quick 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 some yeah. of his ima- you know massive statements that he makes are so great yeah but they glide over their heads yeah, yeah, of many people yeah, yeah, and i yeah, feel yeah. someone like him who's so relatable in many ways because he's the crazy party dude yeah. the essence of who he is is you know it's so worth distilling and getting to that mm. that real point so more people can relate to a mind like that because i think Absolutely. he's fascinatingly truthful in many yes. ways and he's so brilliant to watch and he might annoy the hell out of some people but not it's horses for courses you know not everyone loves everyone else and we don't we're not here to you know completely get on 100 percent with everybody Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. but Absolutely. when people have got judgments about someone like that Often it's because they don't fully understand them or they think, you know, they've missed certain bits of the information. And I just think it would be a fascinating to explore, you know, a period of my life with him in terms of like, you know, if I got to share half an hour a day with him or whatever, you know, just half of my day. Sorry. Um, I just think that would be a fascinating use of my time. But also, you know, it would be so great to hear someone like that slow down and for me Mm -hmm. to be able to get into those subjects and help him not help him, sorry, but help other people listening to him break some of those amazing things down that he says because it's not it's not that there's anything wrong with him he's got a very good brand obviously Russell Brand he's yeah, 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 yeah. he is a great person but I so speak to so many people who say oh my god I wish he slowed down you know I wish I yeah, could catch yeah, up with it it's yeah, just too yeah. much and I yeah. I just would love to just stretch that out absolutely a little absolutely. bit more um absolutely. not taking away who he is mm-hmm. but just exploring it in a different speed yeah I hear that totally yeah, he is definitely one of them people that he has a lot to say. Um, and uh, if there is any note taken to be taken, there'll be a lot of pausing mm. and rewinding to catch everything. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, he, he definitely comes out with some um, profound things where um, I, yeah. I want to say I'm no longer surprised. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been listening to him for a while, you know, especially like um, conversations he'd had with like Jordan Peterson, the mm-hmm. fact that he can even, you know, meet that intellectual standard i guess yeah uh, of communicating um it's i'm not gonna lie kind of i was i was surprised by that a lot of a lot of people are because they look where he comes from and they just look at him as a bit of a crazy guy but you judge him you you can hold court 
he can Absolutely. hold many conversations that blow people's minds but the he's also a little bit ahead of his time and what i mean by that is a lot of the information he's learning about uh, only a small amount of the planet at the time of him kind of learning were really waking up now everyone and their dog in a great way is waking yeah. up and they're looking yeah. at other information and they're looking at this structure that we're living in and they believe that they've not been told the full story so they're going out to look for more information so he will be more relatable to more people now waking up they will see him in a different light and they will see that he's not coming from a bad place absolutely he's coming from a, a used place and what i mean by that is he's used everything within his power to get to where he is and he's mm -hmm. done it in a way that he felt was right at that time and you can't blame someone for that for taking the opportunities that they've taken for being who they are at that time he's used his position in life you know to help himself and he's done an amazing job of that Absolutely. um so it's just about taking the judgment away and Absolutely. and really taking him for who he is so speaking of um i guess people waking up and this information that even he's sharing is becoming less and less um esoteric yes but it <sighs> in this day and age i understand that or correct me if i'm wrong you don't really mess with social media you're not mm -hmm. a big fan cool so in this day and age we know that a lot of this information that we are holding that we are being i guess conditioned by um, and also being manipulated by is mm -hmm. through this social media platforms what is one of the reasons if there's more than one please share but what's about one of the main reasons for you to just not mess with social media at all especially not even in from a business perspective because i don't see any of your uh companies or anything on no. on social media so <laughs> please please enlighten me please um do you know, it's a good question. And if you learn anything about sound or you understand the, the language of sound in a sense, it didn't resonate with me. It didn't resonate okay. with me in a way that it didn't, I didn't vibe with social media. Although I did have an Instagram account and I used to do Facebook videos and I, I originally had a YouTube channel nine years ago when it kind of, you know, earlier on. Yeah. Um, I had all of those things, but what I was getting out of them wasn't leaving me feeling amazing. And okay. I was readily available to everyone. I keep saying, I've said it about three or four different interviews I've had in the last two days where I've been doing podcasts and been getting interviewed. And this, yeah. this question comes up a lot, but I, I, I keep saying, it's imagine someone's just poking you 24-7. The notifications mm. that you get from your Facebook, your Twitter, your Snapchat, your, you know, your um, Instagram, then your email, then your WhatsApp, then your calls, then your friends, then your mum, then your dad, then your... No, we are 24-7 available. Yes. It's not normal. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. being readily available to everyone was something I didn't want to be because I wasn't fully happy. Mm. I wasn't yeah. ultimately where I wanted to be. So whatever they were prodding into and whatever, you know, whatever reality they were trying to get to with me was one that I wasn't even that sure about. So I wanted to come off of that and I wanted to really go into who I truly was. And when I had my back problem and I, you know, I had a few problems there and I basically ended up in bed for a rather long amount of time and I spent a lot of time on my own this is like when lockdown happened everyone was like oh okay. my god we're in the house and I'm like yeah. uh I, I was in bed for six months <laughs> when everybody else was out so mm. I've done this you can yeah. do it because the whole country's in the same place Absolutely. whole world's Absolutely. doing the same thing um you got nothing to moan about but um obviously each some people do um yeah. but it was for me it was a real eye-opener is you get to learn who your friends are because when you That's come off social media yes. 
no one reaches out to you you're like oh i am forgotten from the digital yeah. world so it doesn't mean that you're not liked it doesn't mean that you're not loved it just means that you're not readily available to that person and that's the easiest way for them to contact you mm. so you're having to ask other people to go out of their way to contact you that isn't going to happen yeah. from everyone which is you know yeah. i became okay with my friends that i still have today that i'm very close to they still reached out they still made those attempts and those efforts because i have a different kind of relationship with absolutely, them absolutely yeah i noticed that yeah. but i you know for business purposes if i don't resonate with something and, and i don't truly vibe with it and i don't feel it's great why am i being forced to use it if it's not aligned with my truth then why the hell am i doing anything with it and i had to ask myself that question you know what other ways can I get a business out there? And then I'm like, hold on a minute. Before Facebook came along and before social media came along, the whole world was spinning on a network. Absolutely. And I'm good at networking. I talk to people. I talk to people on the bus if I'm on the bus. I'll talk to people on the tube. I make conversations with anyone, you know, and I'm a good networker. So why am I not relying on my own powers? I don't want to hand yeah. my powers over to the five tech companies and, you know, say, hey, mm. please have another soul and citizen because I don't, yeah. don't want to <laughs> add to that. So... I'm now more interpersonal and connect with people because, you know, somebody asked me for a picture a while ago and I'm not famous in any way, shape or form. But I think they thought I was in some capacity or that they felt that they needed to have a picture with me. Yeah. And um, she's not going to have a picture. And I was just like, can we have a moment instead where you mm. just remember the moment? And she's like, oh, <laughs> and I'm like, you don't need to post a picture or have this picture to remember me, Absolutely. you know, Absolutely. remember me as a person yeah. in your yeah. field in yeah. front of you that's far more powerful you can ask me anything in the moment you mm -hmm. can just stand with me you can hug me you can do whatever but the pitch is pointless absolutely the pitch is usually absolutely. to show other people who you've been with and yeah, it's yeah. like it's an yeah. ego reason and it's not all of them but you know pictures are for memories but if you really if you really do want that go print those pictures and put them on your wall like we used to. But if they're Absolutely. just going to be stored with the other 35,000 yeah, pictures yeah, yeah, yeah. of your dinner, <laughs> we're not really going to have the same connection. 100%. 100%. So speaking of connection, what's so important about loving yourself before you even look at somebody else or mm -hmm. expect somebody else to love you? Great question. Glad you've gone here. <laughs> okay, so I have my Choose Love jumper on today. Uh, it said Choose Love on the front. Um, now, I used to be completely obsessed with the idea of loving yourself before you love anyone else. Yeah. And it sounds great. And spiritually, guru after guru and leader after leader will tell you that's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. And that you do have to learn to love yourself before you can really love anyone else. Yes. Partially, they are correct. You have to learn to respect yourself. You have to learn to appreciate yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to learn to be grateful. You have to learn to respect other people's decisions may not align with your own. Mm -hmm. You have to allow other people to do whatever they need to do, whether you want them to or not. Yep. Now, love is something that we are all aware of, that we are all connected to. We are born in this space of love. Yep. And it's only our ability to you know, as we grow older, as we get, you know, as we grow up as adults, our connection to love becomes weaker and weaker because of our environment and the people around us. It's not that we don't have love. We mm. always have love. It doesn't go anywhere. It's just that our ability to connect to it becomes less and less because sometimes it might be painful. Sometimes it might be scary. Sometimes it might be the unknown and you don't know what to mm. do with it or it's too overwhelming. Yes. 
Yes. So yes. love isn't anywhere other than inside of yourself. And it's, it's always there. It's always switched on as well. Mm-hmm. Now, when you learn to appreciate yourself, you'll start making decisions for yourself that are for your greater good. You'll start yes. not having the two slices of cake. You might only have the one. You might not drink the extra pints. You might only have the one. You might not even go out. You're probably not going to sniff that other line of coke if you start loving yourself a little bit more because you know it's going to make you feel shit the day after and the day after that and usually the day after that, which is always a Wednesday. (laughs) Um, So, you know, you you have these times in your life where you need to make decisions. It's called discipline. Mm -hmm. And learning to be disciplined with yourself creates a solid amount of self-love and respect. Now, it is possible to love someone even if you haven't fully figured out all the love for yourself first. You know, it's of course it's possible. You know, we love our mothers, we love our fathers, yes. we love our brothers and our sisters. Sometimes we don't feel like they love us all the time, mm-hmm. but we love them because yeah. it's always there. Yeah. The illusion of saying that you you have to love yourself first. I've been guilty of saying that in the past, but now I understand it differently. Okay. Is it's our ability to love? It's not the fact that we don't have it, and it's very important to know that. When you love and respect yourself, it's easier to love and respect another. And Mm. it's easy, even if they're not doing what you want them to do, even if they're being annoying in some way or they're stressing you out. You can appreciate, you know, like say if you met someone and you don't really know them and they're really pissing you off. Rather than you kicking off and saying, you know, why are you being a dick today? Yeah. Or saying anything to them. Actually taking a moment and saying, why are they being a dick to yourself? You know, Mm, what are they going through in their life to bring that mood out in them today? Absolutely. It's a different kind of question. And that always leads to a better answer, you know, a a better place. Because you can understand that somebody else might be having a shit day and you might not be on the top of their agenda. You Them being polite (laughs) to you might not be the most important thing in that moment. And that's okay. And you take yourself out of the situation. And it's, you know... I wish I'd never have gone down that path, really, of of looking and being like, oh, my God, I've got to love myself first before I can love anyone else. It's not because then you feel like if I don't love myself, I'm never going to be with someone or, Mm. you know, I'm never going to have that. And that's not the case. It's just if you truly respect yourself and appreciate yourself, you can respect and appreciate other people. And then you can grow from that space when you are in that space with someone. And you can learn to love each other in a deeper way, in an easier way, in a more satisfied way, as opposed to it being more difficult rather than having a, a situationship with someone. You actually have a yeah. solid relationship with someone. Mm. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Are you familiar with love languages? I am. Five of them. All five. All five. All five. Brilliant. Brilliant. So, I've recently heard um, Miles Monroe, God mm-hmm. rest his soul. He's passed away a few years back, I believe in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. Now, he was talking about you can't or you cannot find success in a relationship if you have any type of expectation. Mm-hmm. Now, that all sounded well and good, and it was yeah. a really good, um, you know, video, and got a lot of views and this and that, um, and it's been used for other videos and so on and so forth. However, this word expectation 
is a bit funny. And the reason yeah. I say that in regards to love languages is because if I'm saying to my partner, this is my love language, yeah? I am not going to feel like you love me unless you try to connect with me with, uh, let's say, for example, acts of service, mm -hmm. yeah? Start doing things around the house. You're too lazy. You come home, you put your feet up. What's that? Yeah? If they choose not to display this particular act, even though I'm saying this is the only way that I'm going to receive love, forget the diamond ring, mm -hmm. forget the, the back massage, that means nothing to me. It feels nice, but it doesn't make me feel loved. And then I build that expectation because we've now had this communication. Yeah. Am I wrong for doing that? <laughs> your questions are good. <laughs> I love your questions and I love how deep you are at going in, into these spaces and that your willingness to, to question everything that you're reading because that's the true sign of growth. So I just want to congratulate you on that first and foremost. Thank you. Um, it's Thank it's you. interesting, very interesting uh, angles that you're coming up with. So... The way I look at it um, in terms of expectation, and here comes yes. the girl with a tattoo on her wrist, by the way, that says, no expectations, just high hopes. That's what it actually says on my wrists. Oh, and oh, yes, exactly. It. So love it. Um, expectations, again, one of these spiritual things like you can't love yourself unless you love, you know, can't love anybody <laughs> else unless you love yourself first. Mm -hmm. This thing about expectations in an ideal world, you wouldn't expect anything from anyone yeah. and therefore you could never be let down mm -hmm. and it would all be great. Sounds beautiful. And <laughs> it would eliminate your need for attachments or anything like that. So there's, there's quite a lot of, you know, ideas out there and it's fantastic that we desire to have as little expectation as possible because when you expect something and someone doesn't do what you want them to do, it can be a painful place. Absolutely. So the less you expect of someone, mm -hmm. the better because yeah. there is that less chance of pain. However, yes. expectations oh. are also a part of boundaries. And when you set up a boundary for yourself, you and you explain that boundary with someone else. So for example, if you say, hey, I don't like it when you ring me after 10 o'clock at night, I'm trying to sleep. Mm -hmm. That's a boundary for you. You've yes. set your little boundary, you've set your yeah. wall, not wall necessarily, but you've set your parameters. Yeah, yeah. And you've explained that that person shouldn't call you after 10. Yeah. If that person to continue calling you after 10 o'clock, they're pushing your boundaries yeah, and they're yeah. disrespecting you. Mm -hmm. Now you would expect, which is an expectation, you would expect that if that person was a friend, that yes. they wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. So you can expect a friend to follow your guidelines yeah. because they love you and that you do the same for them. Mm -hmm. That kind of expectation is is completely allowed if you are dating someone and you say to them hey i'm not really into open relationships i think for you maybe but i would like to have something more close and something more intimate yes and that person says yeah great totally agree actually this is what i want you would expect of that person mm -hmm. to not be going around sleeping with other people 100%. to not have any expectations whatsoever is a very hard place to get to on a continuous basis mm. it's entirely possible to get there However, staying there yeah. literally is a contradiction and a paradox into the, the, you know, human nature as we are, because we mm -hmm. get excited. We get, you know, we do dream. We have of the course, ability yeah. to imagine things. So we do imagine that, you know, girls, for example, whenever they meet guys, 
we've already seen what the baby might look like at the end yeah. of the day. We're like, oh my God. Yeah, well, if I had a baby with him, I wonder what that'd be like. And yeah, okay, cool. where would we live? You know, our minds go to those places naturally. Mm-hmm. 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 So we do have this level of expectation because we're all longing for something in our life to bring us something that we feel that we need. Yes. So it's it's really important to, yes, try and work on not expecting someone to be something that you know that they can't be, but also expect them to treat you with respect mm. if that's how you're treating them. And if they don't and they cross that, then that's a de- you know something you've got to deal with. But yeah. if you're doing the best you can for someone, nine times out of ten, they'll try and do the best they can for you if they really respect you. And... You know, and they'd expect you to work be a certain way, and I'd expect yep. them to be a certain way, and we all do expect, mm-hmm. and we all do hope that someone oh. won't push our boundaries. Absolutely. And this is why no expectations but high hopes. Hope is great; it's not as strong as faith. Um, mm-hmm. Hope is something that you hope somebody will be something to you or something. Um, but there is also alignment of uh, sorry, a line of doubt when you hope for something. If you hope for something, then you think, oh, I hope that happens. But there's a part of you that's thinking, oh, but it might not. When you have faith, yes, faith is absolute. I have faith in God. There's no doubt in my mind that God exists. So you can question me on it. You can interrogate me on it. You can tell me all the ways in which you think that God doesn't exist. But for me, God exists, and I'm certain on that. And I've yeah. you know, and, and I use that faith on a daily basis, mm-hmm. and. That's what, you know, props up my life. That's what gets me to where I need to go. And that is my faith. It's not religion. It's yeah. a faith. There's no Absolutely. doubt. But with a hope, I hope God exists. It's like, but he might not, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 there's yeah, a difference, yeah. you know. Yeah, so that, I yeah. think that's where I'm, la- I'm at with, expectati- with expectations. Beautiful. Wow. I think it's funny you use that um, comparison. I f- I'm sure it was Jim Carrey. I can't quote him. But I'm sure he said something along the lines of, hope would make a man run through the fire and hope that it doesn't get burnt whilst mm-hmm. faith will have that man run towards the fire and leap over it um with you know but yeah with that being said i was i don't want to get into um too much into this god's conversation mm-hmm Although I would love to, but I'm just yeah, yeah, exactly. I know, I know. It's um, it's 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 a it's a deep hole. Um, but in terms of a universal truth, is that something that just like the love, mm-hmm. or, or almost running parallel with the love, is that something that you believe we all have? But based on what you've said, is our conditioning that creates that distance between us and that truth mm-hmm. or love? Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. I feel, you know, depending on your environment, depending on who brought you up, where you were brought up and how you were treated and what you were conditioned to believe, whether it's from the media or from your local society or your church Mm -hmm. or your friends, we all get to a certain space where we're not making our own decisions anymore. Mm -hmm. We're making decisions based on our environment. And that can definitely have an impact in who you are and who you become. Um, It's only when you are willing to not look into your environment too much and you're willing to take yourself away from that period of Mm. silence or you go traveling or you change your environment rapidly that you're willing to learn a new environment where you can then grow and expand. And usually original thought comes from a place like that. Not much original thought happens when you are in the same place for the whole time. You think the same, you are the same, you see the same people. They're a little bit older, sometimes a little bit fatter, sometimes a little (laughs) bit skinnier. Things don't really change much. 
Um, and that's not an ideal place for growth. Mm. When you're willing to leave your environment, a brand new you can exist. Beautiful. So my question to you, I guess, would be, there's this old story about the Golden Buddha. I don't know if you've, you've heard of it, the statue of the Golden Buddha. Um, I don't remember it fully, but in a nutshell, it was there was a, a place in Asia where, you know, they held to be very sacred and they were being invaded and the, um, the invaders were destroying all the temples, all the buildings, mm -hmm. anything sacred. And the monks said, you know what, we can't let them destroy this, this statue of the golden buddha so let's cover it with mud and feces anything we can find let's just cover it let's cover it let's cover it let's cover it so there's not a piece of gold showing and they did that and then the enemies came they saw it and they thought well, there's no point us destroying this big boulder type thing so they just kept it moving years later um just a random guy was praying outside of the um, the statue which was just a big stone and a piece of rock fell off and then he saw oh it's gold underneath and then they ripped it all off and realized what it was the golden buddha and i think that's just to illustrate that we've all got that golden essence within us however yeah. we need to strip away like you said these environmental factors this mm -hmm. maybe this distorted upbringing that I've, even our parents probably didn't know any better but mm -hmm. all these type of things all this conditioning however that being said even if life did fracture us in such a way where we have to we're more forced to look inside ourselves often people don't know what the first step to take is because ultimately all my life all i've known is this type of lifestyle mm -hmm. or pain or suppressing the pain and the people that i call my friends are basically being unknowing accom uh, accomplices mm -hmm. to supporting like my drinking partners or my social yeah you know whatever so if that person was listening today and they know something isn't right but they wouldn't even know where to begin to even mm. make a change but they just know that if they don't change soon the the chaos and order mm -hmm. equilibrium is going to become too unbalanced mm. so what would you say to this person to try and get a bit more order in their life so they can kind of live in a more balanced life and i guess fulfill a life which is closer resembling their truth you know their truth and, mm. and yeah a better version of themselves i'm loving your questions today it's great <laughs> um really this conversation. It's, it's it's the honest conversation it's off the wall uh it's on the fly you know as it is it's it's real and this is Absolutely. you know very much you said at the beginning of the podcast you know I, i'm not really going to plan because i know you don't like to plan <laughs> you just want to kind of wing it and i do because mm. we go to places like this so it's magical yeah. um and it's it's relative to a, a lot of the work that i've been doing in the last week as well um, that you're talking about now so the world right now if we all agree is a little bit screwed just a bit and a little bit scarier little yes. than it was before mm -hmm. more confusing than it was i literally did a video yesterday about the different stages of, of waking up and what you kind of go through now the ability that i believe that you need sorry the the, the kind of ability to be willing to change mm, yes that's where we're at yes. is paramount now you might not have to change everything mm -hmm. but something changes because life always does so Absolutely. we can all agree that whether you like it or not <laughs> you might still be able to watch i'm a celebrity get me out of here and you might be able to watch love island every year but in between that some shit will change boyfriend mm -hmm. might change girlfriend might change car might change house might change someone might die Absolutely. life changes every day Absolutely. 
So what's happening now is life is changing at an epic rate, one that we have never seen before. The stability around in our environment has been broken. Our trust in our governments have just literally gone to the floor. Shattered, it seems yeah. like everyone's calculator's broken because nobody can come up with the real statistics. Yeah. Yeah, no yeah. matter what we're adding up this year, the calculation one plus one is not two anymore. It's like X. Yeah, 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 and you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is there even an X on the keypad? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, <laughs> everything is completely screwed. Now, when there's that much uncertainty around you, the only place you have for sanity is inside. The only place you can find some stability is inside. Now, if you're one of these people that has ignored your entire life on the inside and always drank and always had drugs and always gone Mm. out there, you will not be looking inside for your sanity or your certainty because that's the place you've been hiding from for the last 20, 30 years of your life. So you will feel like you're screwed because externally, shit's going down. Mm -hmm. Internally, shit's always been going going off. You're like, oh, I can't breathe right now. And it's becoming a really difficult place to exist in. Because not only that, but the people you once thought around you that you could provide, you know, that you could have good good conversations with or you could connect with in some way are all going through what you're going through and all in their own mindsets and their own different ways. Some are waking up. Some are into conspiracy theories. Some Mm. are unstable in their information. Some are more arrogant than ever. Some are not even aware of what's going on and they're just focusing on their work. Everyone's in a different place. So it's never been as crazy as what it is now. So for me, the way, you know, if there's one thing I think you need to do, it's be willing to have conversations that make you feel uncomfortable. Mm, This is why I have the Talkwoods, which is my radio show on the the station, I Am Sound. Talkwoods are awkward talks about things that matter. And shit gets awkward, whether we're talking about porn addiction or love addiction or we're talking about jealousy or whatever it is there's an awkward part of life if you get comfortable with the awkwardness life gets a lot easier i'm living proof of that my life's not perfect it's a damn sight easier than it used to be i'm not living in bullshit anymore Mm -hmm. so for me the way that you could you know open up is that if someone's talking to you go take conspiracies which is you know rabbit hole i always go down um same (laughs) yeah why not it's it's far more interesting than normal life sometimes yeah yeah, literally um so (laughs) Not everywhere's true when you go down those holes, but it's exciting. It's 100%. fun. Um, if, for example, someone's talking to you about conspiracy theory, don't be arrogant enough to think that you know everything that that person is saying yeah. is absolute bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Because that person's getting their information from somewhere else, somewhere, yeah. somewhere that you haven't even looked at. Mm-hmm. So don't be arrogant enough to think that you know everything and that you think that person's an idiot because they're telling you something that doesn't sound right to you. Because yeah. you're not looking in those places for information. You ain't getting that information. You cannot therefore make a judgment on that information. It might make you feel uncomfortable. And that's great. Because anything that makes you feel uncomfortable is a place you need to work on. Mm. So if someone's telling you something that is hard for you to understand or take in or contain in any way, give yourself a break. Don't be angry. Don't be rude. Stop. And actually say, this information is too much for me right now. It makes me feel uneasy. Would you mind if we either change the subject? Or would you mind explaining that in a different way? Because some people, when they do wake up to conspiracies, 
they can't wait to tell everyone yeah, 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 about what yeah, they've learned. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they have no regard to the information that they're carrying and they Absolutely. shoot it out like bullets. Yeah, and yeah. people can feel like they get shot. Yeah, yeah. And if they're trying to find information for themselves, the person that's like, oh my God, you should have heard, you know, it, it's that's so, it's like hard to listen to. If I was 100%. banging stuff on at you and having a go at you at the same time as trying to educate you on something, this would be, you know, this would be a horrible way to communicate with someone. And that's what's happening on the planet right now. All you need to do is be willing to change, be willing to listen and not judge straight away. Because what you're hearing may well be true. And that means that it will affect you in some way. To ignore that is ludicrous. To push that to one side isn't going to get you into a different place because pushing stuff to one side has got you to where you are so you're only going to come back to the same Mm. space you might as well get over it soon and also just connecting with someone even if you don't agree is a gift because right now social distancing avoidance the loneliness the fear is disconnecting us more than ever not including the media and the you know the controversy with all the media headlines and then what social media is doing to us it's not social at all there's nothing social around it Um, and it's lonely media and it's it's difficult to connect in any way so pushing away even more is going to hurt you so I just want people to connect I want people to wait I want people to calm down I want people to open up I want people to listen you know the world is screwed. We need to come together. We need to stop being so against one another. Absolutely. And it, it makes me so sad that, you know, I, I, my brand is about being human. And what that means is before you're black or white or a rainbow or glitter colored or before you are a Muslim or you're a Buddha or whatever, <laughs> a Buddhist or whatever it is you want to be. Before all of that division and before whether you're non-binary or male or female or whatever you want to call yourself now, you're you. Before you get any identity, there's a part of you that you need to get okay with. You've got nothing to do with your name, nothing to do with anything else. It's just you. You need to be happy. You need to be feel safe. You need to feel loved. And right now, this fragile version of you under everything is taking on the whole world's problems or you're ignoring the whole world's problems either way that's not sustainable and we need to get back to being ourselves we need to get back to who we really are at the core and be willing to change wow that's powerful i hope oh my gosh wow nat you're gonna adopt me as your brother (laughs) you are my brother my love no (laughs) doubt about it with those questions you keep bringing those questions and i'll keep talking to you Wow, loved that was it. Beautiful. Wow, wow, wow. Listen, I'm so grateful to having you here with me today. With us. Let me <laughs> not even be sound too selfish about it. I literally <laughs> just feel like you're just talking to me. Honestly, I'm just taking it all in. Go I just for can't, it. Yeah, I can't wait to just listen back to this. <laughs> Honestly, I just, the only reason I wanted to be fully present, otherwise, this would be the type of thing where if I knew this was live and I would never be able to hear this again, I literally would be just taking notes taking notes as much as i can as much as i can as much as i can so i know there's so many significant things that you've said which i really hope that anybody listening it just doesn't 
go right over their heads, you know, you, you're speaking a lot more calm and slower than Mr. Brand. We love you, you know, <laughs> we do love you, you know, but this is definitely something that, you know, would definitely slow down someone's thinking and give them more time to comprehend it, digest it, and see how each of these pieces of the puzzle, which Nat just beautifully articulated, and see how these pieces can fit into your life. Um, encourage you and inspire you to become a better version of yourself every day but yeah this has been absolute this is an absolute beautiful conversation oh my god <laughs> you're so cute i'm looking at your smile you're <laughs> i've got tears in my eyes you've just been so gratefully received i feel like i've been seen and it feels amazing and it's very interesting i was at a retreat last week um and you know, for the first time in my life, and I don't mean this with any disrespect to any of my other friends that I've known for many years, I was in a room full of other incredible beings and I was truly seen. And I was, you know, I was accepted for who I am in a way I'd never felt accepted before. And it, you know, I felt so received and so welcomed and so loved. And it was, there was no phones, there was no internet or anything. We were up in Scotland and it was completely, you know, out of the way of, of the craziness of the world mm. and the connection and the love that we all felt and the space that we held for each other reminded me so much more that that's the space we don't have right now on the planet is we don't yes. have that love and that connection so it felt even more special Absolutely. and just yes. a couple of weeks ago i went to ibiza and um i've not seen people for a long time so i don't have social media so when i was seeing them yeah. i truly wanted to connect and they truly mm. were happy to see me and that you know the, the the kind of like oh my god I haven't seen you for ages and a real yeah. hug even though you yeah. should be hugging right now but you know fuck it yeah. um, I'm human um, yeah. if anyone's listening please don't charge me or find me um, at least you can't cancel me because I'm not on social media but um. uh, the <laughs> idea was like you know hugging someone and connecting with someone it felt so important because you know when you don't see someone all the time you remember who they are and you appreciate them mm. a bit more That's and true. it was magical. And I, you know, I feel now the connection that we've got. This is more important to me than scrolling past you on, you know, yes. Facebook. I'm having a chat to someone yeah. that's of a similar mindset, that's asking yeah. great questions, that's loving what they do, and who's willing to, you know, have a good conversation. I'm like, God, this. I'm thirsty for this kind of connection. It makes me happy that this yeah. still happens, and this is why I think podcasting is so important Absolutely. because you really get to hear people, you get to connect, and and it's there's a reason that it's become the most popular kind of advertising space because we're just in someone's yeah. ears right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole world's <laughs> going on by and we're just sat in someone's ears having a, yeah. a natter between ourselves. But they're <laughs> part of that because they're the third person in this conversation. 100%. 100%. Wow. Beautiful. So, please, I know we gave you a big introduction, but please share anywhere we can find you. Not on WhatsApp. Not on Insta, not on Facebook, not on Twitter. So please, please just let people yeah. know where they can find you. So I, do you know what? It's actually interesting you say. So I do have WhatsApp, but I'm not going to give my phone number out. But I yeah, do yeah. have WhatsApp, <laughs> but I, um, I'm actually almost 99% coming off it. I'm, I'm everything's okay. on Telegram. I'm kind of pretty much from putting everything on Telegram, which makes me feel a lot better because it's one platform for everything. Yes, yes. So um, you can find me on my radio station website is IamSoundAcademy.com. Yeah. My personal website is Where'sNatat.com. 
If you are one of the people that has uh, a good meditation routine or you're interested in one, you can go to insighttimer.com forward slash natrich and I do talks on there. Um, I'm going to be doing some live stuff on there, do live teaching on there. Um, but I pretty much, you know, they're my three spaces that you can stalk me on if you want, <laughs> basically. That's what, or you can just Google Nat Rich, and there I am. I've dominated the top three pages of Google because that's what you've got to do when you don't have social media. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, learned yeah. how to do the old social, uh, the uh, SEO stuff. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah so I'm on there. But I do have a, do you know what? Can I just say one thing? Yep. I, um, I'm very aware that this year's, you know, gone tits up. And next year, hopefully, it'll be better than this one. However, mm-hmm. January is always a pretty bleak time. So what I've put together with my team is we have some content um, going out in January. So from the 4th of January until the 5th of February, every single night on I Am Sound Radio, you can get the app from the App Store or you can listen to us on the website or or follow our YouTube channel. Um, You basically can hear us for, there'll be between one or two hours. I'm going to be joined by many of the world's famous DJs and quite big people talking about really important topics on our Talkwoods show. So it's awkward talks about things that matter. We're going to be going deep in the subject of energy, sound, vibration, relationships, addictions, drugs, alcohol, sex, the whole works. But we're going to be doing that every night for the whole of January because we want to hold a space where people feel like they can just come and listen and connect and feel part of a community because it's going to be potentially um, a pretty boring slash bleak start Mm. to a year after the weird one that we've just had. So we want to hold that space for as many people as we can. Beautiful beautiful is that the same um did, did i see it correct was it is there like a, almost like a calendar of yeah. the different topics that's gonna they're gonna be able yeah. to engage with every We've day got yes. 35 days straight from 7 p.m in the evening so it's monday all the way through to monday again um yep. it's for the whole <laughs> month it's every day of the month um and it's something that i feel really strongly about we've partnered with pioneer um, DJ, oh, wow. we've wow. got Beatport as well. We're working with. We're working potentially with Mixcloud, and so I'm gonna have to speak to them. Um, we are doing stuff on Twitch. Um, we're on YouTube as well. We're going to be featured on there, and then um, there's a few other partners that we I can't mention yet, but they're quite big yeah. ones um, coming on board to also share that content with their network. So it's all in the aim of mental health. Beautiful, beautiful. Wow, Nat, it has been a pleasure understatement understatement one of many i hope because i love your questions i really hope it's one of many as well honestly but i'm definitely looking forward to january i thought it was going to be a boring month but uh yeah i'm gonna spice it up i've got some fun some random subjects no i'm looking forward to it honestly 